I don't think you're ever going to be like, this is the definitive reason why I'm a perfectionist. Like there's so yeah. many things and it's going to keep going. As you yeah. grow, you change your circle of friends, you get new careers, you know, things change, right? So if you can just remain in that level of awareness mm. and that's where like self-reflection helps and we kind of alluded to a little bit of this. Um, the next thing I kind of want us to talk about is like, okay, how can I identify if I am a perfectionist? Perfectionism drives us to do too much because of the fear of not being enough. Wow. Welcome to the Marketing Mentors Podcast brought to you by Red Pandas Digital. I am Tasha, joined by, of course, Linda. And if you didn't realize, we're talking about perfectionism today and being a perfectionist and all the stuff that goes with that because there is a lot. Uh, and we picked this, oh, I picked, I feel like this came from me maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I think you can be a perfectionist sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's all right, I know this. You do. And I feel like I think all great leaders are mm. in their own shapes, wave and form, a bit of a perfectionist. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about maybe what, what it is because someone might be like, oh, yeah, you know, I like everything perfect. I guess that's probably the simplest way of looking at it. Mm. But in terms of what it is, um, I think my definition would be it's like having maybe exceptionally high standards yeah. for yourself or the work that you're doing um, and it can be harmful Yeah, but it can also be very helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's um, it's a symptom of us being overly critical of ourselves. That's all perfectionism is. Mm-hmm. We're overcritical about the work that we do, about our own personal self and it's that's driven by fear as well so it's like it's this deep-rooted feeling of fear and we think as it manifests in our work that that deep-rooted fear of whatever we have whether it's not being good enough it's unworthiness that it will be reflected in the work that we do and that's how we're kind of tying it back into now you know what we do at a daily basis Mm -hmm. here at red pandas so um yeah that's how i define it there it's it's that that feeling of not being good enough yeah. or some sort of fear driving that. Yeah. And we worry that it's going to be reflected. Yeah, interesting. And I wonder, yeah. it makes you, and I totally, totally get that. I mean, luckily, it's just a self projection, right? And yeah. that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So it by no means has like a direct correlation to what you do at work. It's yeah. all, it's in your head, in your own mind. And yeah. we're going to talk today about when we feel that and why we feel that. And, and maybe for you, if you're not maybe thinking that, you are a perfectionist, we'll definitely have some questions that you can ask yourself to be able to self-identify. But I think the main thing here is it is just a self-projection. So it's like, how can I get out of my own way of being a perfectionist and know that it isn't directly correlated to the work that I'm doing? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you are thinking, am I a perfectionist? There's a good chance you are. Yeah. Um, The simple fact that you're thinking that makes you uh, probably real, like not that, not that, is the reason why you're the perfectionist, but you're open to wanting to do better and be better. And typically yeah. having that uh, mindset. Yeah. It's a little bit like growth mindset. It's kind of taking you that way. I think that's step one. Like I, like you said, I think that we all to a degree are perfectionists in mm-hmm. one way or another. We all are overly critical if we care about the work that we're doing. Yeah. But then you're right. That step one is just being able to self-identify and kind of reflect a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So speaking of reflection, mm. uh, it is interesting to know maybe where it comes from, what's yep. driving us into this mindset of perfectionism. And I know for me, and it is going to get a little bit deep, and yes, I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable, but uh, growing up, you know, I used, I saw a lot of failure around me in my family life, my extended family. 
I failed a lot. Like I was just telling Linda about my <laughs> dance past and how, you know, I had to look and behave and dance a certain way to make the cut. And there was many years I didn't make the cut. And I remember being a child and like <laughs> crying that I didn't make the cut. And it was yeah. like, you know, these things are embedded into me. Yeah. And I can fear that I'm not going to be good enough. So it kind of makes me push hard, really hard. And not just in one element of my life, it's kind of everywhere. Yeah. Because I've seen that failure and I've had that, I've experienced that failure. And I'm like, I don't want that to keep happening. Yeah. So I think that's where my drive for perfectionism comes from. Purely in a career setting, do you mean? Like when um, you say your family around you, is that where you see that I most? Think the career, yes. But then I also yeah. look at like my relationship. You know, my parents separated uh, over 10 years ago and I'm like, that's I don't want that mm-hmm. for my husband and I. So I'm like, okay, not that I'm – I definitely am not a perfectionist when it comes to my relationship. Yeah. But I want to learn from – something like that. So there is, I have a fear of not being good enough for Mm. my husband. So I'm going to sometimes maybe overcompensate in some areas or um, this is where we're going to talk a little bit later about being helpful or harmful. Yeah. And I think an element of perfectionism, I won't get into it too too much now, but an element can be helpful. Mm. And then if it's too much, it can be detrimental. Yeah. And that's where maybe sometimes I feel myself falling into in certain aspects of my life. Yeah. Unless I become more aware and, you know, do some of the stuff we're going to talk about. I think if you can identify what's driving you and that might change throughout your career as well, that'll help you not fall into that mode of it being harmful. Like being able to identify why you are a perfectionism is going to be really important because then it will avoid you from being driven by these external factors maybe and that will kind of get you down this rabbit hole and, you know, you – you, you won't know where, when to stop or yeah. what's driving you. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can relate to what you said as well. Like, you know, I wanted to be the first one in the family that went to uni. Like that was just something that I wanted for me and that helped me feel like, you know, I was successful and I was heading on the right path. And when you think about why, you know, it's that like internal like value of like yeah. not wanting to be a, a failure. But yep. again, like what do you define as failure? Because that could be very different it's to someone else. so subjective, right? Yeah, Yeah. I think for me, what drives me as well is like, we have so many successful people in the business around us, you know, in my personal life as well. And I think there definitely is that element there of just like not wanting to be left behind or wanting to be taken seriously. And I think that's a big part of what drives me in my perfectionism. It's just wanting to make sure that I don't get left behind and that I can like, Stay amongst the big dogs, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You're only as good as the people you hang around with, right? Yeah. So that's probably like that that element yeah. of, well, if I'm hanging around with these, you know, uh, really successful people, well, I want to be successful too. And naturally yeah. it rubs off on you. And even just that attitude yeah. could be a bit of the attitude rubbing off. And then you're just in this echo chamber of success and, yeah. like, you know, high performers. That's where, like, I think it's it's really important to really – sit and value, like evaluate because I think like you were saying T, it can go one way or the other. Like if you're around really successful people and they have great morals and they are kind, driven people, then that's the kind of people that I need to surround myself yeah. with to be able to have this perfectionism going the right way. Yep. But if you do have really successful people around you but they're not doing the work on themselves, yes. then I would say that should be a very different drive for you yep. and you should reevaluate there. A hundred percent. Success looks, could look, you know, the same when it comes to how much do you earn, what position are you in, 
but then you have to look deeper as well. Oh, definitely. And think about what's driving you there. That's it. And I've got yeah. a really nice quote for that, but I'm not going to share it yet because I'm okay. going to keep it for the end. <laughs> um, I love that. Yeah. So I think if we can identify the why, like Linda said, look within ourselves, yeah. understand that internal reasoning, you know, why you might feel a certain way and behave a certain way. That's step one, becoming mm. aware. And I think it changes as well. I think as you grow and you learn more about yourself, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. There's something else that's coming in. I don't think you're ever going to be like, this is the definitive reason why I'm a perfectionist. Like there's so yeah. many things and it's going to keep going. As you yeah. grow, you change your circle of friends, you get new careers, you know, things change, right? So if you can just remain in that level of awareness mm. and that's where like self-reflection helps and we kind of alluded to a little bit of this. Um the next thing I kind of want us to talk about is like, okay, how can I identify if I am a perfectionist? Yeah. I said before, if you're already asking yourself that, there's a good chance you are one. Mm. Um, but there's a few things that like a kind of telltale signs. And um, most of us, like Linda said before, most of us are going to be perfectionists in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Probably things that we really care about, um, like our jobs maybe. Yeah. And for me, I know that having exceptionally high standards either of myself, of those around me, of the work that I do, um, is one kind of sign mm -hmm. that you, you're a bit of a perfectionist. And I'm not yeah. saying this in a bad way. I don't want anyone to misconstrue this. It's not a bad thing. Do I you think, have an example? Um, I have one of you. <laughs> okay. I wonder if you have one of you. <laughs> I've got a few in my mind, but I was like, hmm, which one's the most appropriate? <laughs> but you go, please. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I would say that you have high standards when it comes to your department. Yeah. Um, or what has, you know, previously been, you know, your department, right? HubSpot at Red Pandas. I think as we grow the business, of course, there is reasoning for you to be able to kind of step away from that. Yeah. But I think you have really high standards because we've gotten HubSpot to a point where it is in the business. It's so successful. Mm -hmm. It does have those, you know, high standards. And so passing that on to someone else, yeah. I think, previously <laughs> yeah. has been really hard for you yeah, yeah. being able to like yep. let go of the reins and be able to pass it on to someone yeah yeah 100%. Um, I will say I feel like you have gotten better at that yeah um but I feel like that is somewhere where you've always had typically quite high standards which yeah. isn't a bad thing it's a great thing that's exactly what we were saying before like there's it it works in your favor yeah but it can also be harmful because to Linda's point if I didn't learn to let go of certain things, and I'd be the might be my own victim of my success. Yeah, I wouldn't move. I wouldn't. I'd be stagnated. You'd right? be pigeonholing yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So we know that it can be successful and helpful, but it can also you can get your get in your way. Yeah. What about um, if you ask yourself? Do you uh, sorry not ask yourself, but to identify if you are a perfectionist, mm. you can also think. Um, you know, do you thrive on organization and structure? I do. Yes, you do. Yeah, <laughs> I love my routine. You do. Yes, your, yeah. and your logic and your pattern and your flow and this is what we're going to do. This is how it's going to look. That attention yeah. to detail that you have mm. uh, is 100% a, like a super strength of yours. Yeah. And then often like we can say sometimes, not that it's a weakness, but I would look at it from my point of view where I'm like, don't prepare for anything, you'll be fine. And then you're like, no, I need to know everything that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Meeting somewhere in the middle. Yeah. It's that feeling of like, 
knowing you're going to be in control yeah. and therefore you can dictate the outcome a little yes. bit more. Yeah. So it's just this need to be in control, which feeds that perfectionism, yeah. which feeds that fear of I'm going to not, you know, know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like but that's what it ultimately comes like down to. Coaching for you. So, you yeah. know, your, your new the shift in your role over the last few months where you've become, you've really leaned into coaching, I think has been incredible for you to let go of some of that. Because you're like, okay, I know I'm going to get them here, but I'm going to do it through incredible question asking. Yeah. And so naturally, you've done the prep. You need to do the prep, but you you don't know how the call's going to go ultimately. So for everyone listening yeah. as well, you know, like <laughs> typically we, as you know, account managers, anyone in marketing, right? You do a lot of telling. You, yes. you need to know all the answers. Yeah. You. Uh, you come with your agenda, your plan. To be able to be authoritative. Exactly. Yeah, whereas coaching is very, very different to that. It's, it's a very different model. So yeah. it's, you know, the answer, but how am I going to ask them the questions to get to the answer on their own and yes. think that they got there on their own? Yes. And so it's very, very different. Exactly. We don't yeah. want to be constantly telling people, right? That's what we've been doing for the last like five years. And yeah, we're longer. like, I feel yeah. lo- longer even, right? Five years yeah. of red pans at least. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, cool. We've we've mastered that. We are master master tellers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are master I, tellers. I, I think yeah. so. I think we really are. People love yeah. hearing from us when of it course, comes to yeah. solving digital marketing things. Where mm. Linda and I are going now or we're working on is becoming coaches and yeah. not like flaffy word coaches. We want to be really strong coaches. And to do that, there's an element of like – releasing control yeah because we're not telling anymore and that's where i was trying to come back to being perfection if you are a perfectionist Mm. and the way linda and i have been in our roles moving into this coaching role just feels like a natural progression yeah it does because it's it's a different challenge it's a different challenge and it's forcing us to let go of a little bit of our perfectionism so true which is yeah really cool this is why we don't talk too much before the podcast because we have these conversations <laughs> in the podcast. That is true. Pros and cons. That's All right. It. So there's another one. Um, and I think this is a really helpful question to ask yourself if you're trying to identify when and when you're not. Um, so what are the specific situations or areas of your life where you tend to be a perfectionist mm. and evaluating that and seeing if there are specific moments now Something that might relate to someone who is earlier in their career, yep. something that I've noticed is the ability, the inability to say no to things. Yeah. So, you know, saying yes to everything, I think, can be a bit of a flaw or something to watch out for in this 100%. mode of, yeah, being too much of a perfectionist because – you then take on too much in a bid to try and show everyone that you can do everything yep. and that you are a perfectionist and yep. you're this well-rounded marketer that can do yep. everything. But I think with age and time and experience, that ability to say no to certain things that you know are not your field of expertise or maybe it's a no because if you say yes to that, what are you, what are you saying? Yeah, to yeah. What are you yeah. going to drop the ball on? And is that I a higher priority? Totally for you? agree. I think that is a definitely an experience thing because yeah. I did it a lot when I was younger. Yeah. And now I know. And I, you know, I'll be I'll be honest. Sometimes I still do it. Yeah. But you're right. Not being able to say no to certain things um, is going to be a detriment to you in the long run. Yeah. And being a perfectionist, you want to please, you want to do well, you want to earn your stripes, you want to show everyone, but know that you need to you need to say no to some things. Yeah. And that's a hard one for someone who's younger because you don't know what you can and can't say no to at the same time. So I appreciate that as well, that it can be really hard to navigate that. I think that is just one of those things that you learn with time. Yep. And you have to make mistakes. Yeah. You have to make mistakes. Yeah. "Hmm, Okay. This is what they meant by this. Yeah. I get that. Mm. Okay, cool. So I think, you know, we've talked about 
pros and cons, helpful, harmful. A little bit of perfectionism is obviously going to be helpful because I think that's like part of the reason why we've gotten to where we have with our careers. You know, we've obsessed over certain things, let go of other things, made mm. the mistakes we need to. Can be harmful because, like I said before, it will get in your way. Get out of your own way. Know that you're a perfectionist over something. Have someone else that's not maybe yeah. help you out, loosen you up, give you more attention to detail. I'm talking about me and you here, like <laughs> yeah. with our things. Um, and also like in terms of, you know, your relationship outside of outside of work, are you a perfectionist on certain things? Do you perhaps expect too much from someone and that's on you mm. and you haven't had the conversation with someone to say, hey, I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to how you make the bed, for example. <laughs> yep. You know, like make sure it's done this way. Yep. I've definitely had that yeah, conversation yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but ultimately um, a little bit of it is fine. Be aware of yourself. Mm. Like look at what Linda said, like look inwards, identify what could be triggering certain things. And then there's some questions we have as well that you can ask yourself mm. to, when we say move away from it, we don't, I don't want to think that it's this negative thing and that you shouldn't be it. Yeah. But in elements, like if you know that you're being too um, perfectionist on something, what can you ask yourself to just alleviate your concern or as we say you know placate yourself yeah yeah <laughs> calm down right yeah yeah um you know what advice would you give your friends yeah if like in the that same one. situation yeah that's probably the best line mm. like maybe write a journal i don't know sms whatsapp ask chat gpt i don't know whatever it is but do something mm. that would make you try and look at it from a different point of view yeah um the one that i use and it seems really morbid but i and i use it a lot is like when, mm. <laughs> when you die what's your tombstone gonna say Right. You know what I mean? Like wife, sister, mother, cousin, daughter. Yeah. It's not going to say digital marketing consultant at Red Panthers. <laughs> it's not, right? Yours way? No, mine okay. is not. <laughs> I'm going to be cremated, so I don't want to jump But still, like just put shit in perspective. Like, yeah, what is, totally. What, what, what do you need to be perfectionist about? Truly what is worth your time and energy and effort? Yeah. Another one I like is are there any external pressures or societal influences that contribute to your perfectionism mm. and think about how you can Good distance one. yourself from those influences. Yeah. Mm. Social media comes to mind when you yep. say that. Yep. Certain people. Yep. You know, again, like success can look great in one way, yeah. not so good in another way. So look at who you're idolizing yep. as yep. successful and evaluate that. Yeah. Yep. I like that idea. Some tangible skills, the so things you can, uh, we, and we alluded to this before. So like assess your load, like what are you working on? What, what, what are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? Yeah. You know, it could be as simple as just writing a list down of the things that you do weekly from a workload point of view mm -hmm. and just allocating time to it. So roughly a couple hours here, a couple minutes there, adding it up. You know, we work a 40-hour work week. Are we trying to cram too much in? Are we not cramming enough in? Like yeah. what does that look like for us? I think that's a really, really easy way to sit down and look at your, at your load mm. and know, am I being a perfectionist? Am I trying to do too much? Yeah. Um, or if you're not doing enough, talk to your boss. True. That's your probably yeah. more work. <laughs> well, funnily enough, procrastination is a sign of perfectionism. It is, yeah. So it's kind of like a catch-22 in a way yeah. because if you want to start a project, a task, and you want to approach it making sure that you give it 100%, it can overwhelm you yeah. and therefore you procrastinate, yeah. which could lead you to not doing, not doing enough. It. So I guess it's, it's a vicious it's, cycle. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of a aware. catch 22. It's the awareness, right? But if you can yeah. be aware of it, then you know, okay, cool. I've got this two hours here. Everything's being turned off and I'm working on that thing yeah. that I've been avoiding. Yeah. Like severe avoidance of tasks. <laughs> That's yeah. another sign of, of perfectionism. Yeah. 
Um, I do want to, is there anything else you want to share, Linda? Yeah. I want to finish on a quote and it's probably one of my favourite quotes I've learnt this year. I know you you love my quotes. <laughs> <laughs> this one's by Jim Rohn and the reason why I think it's important because perfectionism is important. Mm. I think it is good, but choose what you want to perfect. I kind of said it before. Is it your job? What's going to be on your tombstone when you die? Because it's going to be about you and the yeah. role you play, the most important roles you play. So Jim Rohn, um, if you don't know who he is, look him up. But um, incredible, incredible uh, just speaker. Uh, he's passed away now. But the quote, probably his most famous quote is, learn to work harder on yourself than you do your job. I love that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Everyone works harder their job. Yeah. Work harder on yourself and by no doubt – dividends will pay across your whole life. I think just realizing that we're all human, fears, insecurities, they're all part of being human yep. and our wiring. So I think working, like you say, working on yourself, it's That's the most it. important thing. That's yeah. It. All right. Love that. Awesome. Thanks, Linda. Bye, T. See ya. <laughs>